Hello and welcome to Sex News with Ray. I'm your host, Ray, and today we're joined again by Yael Shoham, event planner and administrator at Oasis Aqua Lounge, and also my best friend. Today's article is not an article, it's more of an informational website called COVID-19 and Sex, and it's from the British Columbia Center for Disease Control, so the BCCDC. It's basically a detailed list on how to stay safe during COVID, and it includes hot sex tips. So now I'm going to read you some of the BC CDC hot sex tips. Are you ready? Please do. Okay. If you're feeling sick, don't have sex. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, yeah. common sense in a sense. Yeah. I mean, I should also add some of the things that they say, like, this is a symptom or like, you don't feel like yourself. So, I mean... Good. Thank I have you. depression. I never feel like myself. Yeah. Thanks, BCCDC. Super helpful. Okay. Another hot sex tip. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Maybe just masturbate because you are your safest sex partner. <laughs> I thought that was actually a hilarious and very accurate line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, virtual sex. Do it through your phone. Do it over over cam. Cam. Become your own personal cam girl. I mean, I'm actually a huge fan of virtual sex nowadays thanks yeah. to COVID. Thank like COVID I, got you onto that? Yeah, I tried it for the first time when kind of the pandemic hit and I was like, okay, no no new sexual partners for me, but hey, video's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, ready? Try monogamy. One partner is safer than multiple. Uh, a bit shamey, but like I get why they think that. Technically, that is true. Yeah, because you're reducing your bubble. If I'm in a relationship with two to three people, that's kind of like ranking my relationship. And if I'm poly, that's not really fair. I want to clarify. I think they're targeting the fuck boys with that one. Not necessarily poly people. That is fair. I mean, that's kind of where my mind goes. Yeah. Although Dan Savage and Tristan Terramino did cancel polyamory officially on their podcast. They came together to cancel polyamory. So oh, really? Yes, until the pandemic is over. So apparently polyamory is canceled for the next... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> apparently it's it's going back to transitioning to like COVID safer sex practices, but we can get into that. But yeah, I think that this is more targeting those people who are like into hookup culture. And that is fair. If you are just hooking up with random people and there's not an emotional involvement, that makes sense to keep it to one partner yeah or like two all right ready i mean it's like winter when you hibernate and you only have one or two partners because it's winter and it's cold and you don't want to go meet new people i want to meet new people all the time nope hibernation okay uh <laughs> that is the 100 e extrovert on my uh myers briggs that you just heard coming out <laughs> okay the next one is wear a mask so that your water droplets are safer interesting recommendation i would say I've definitely worn masks during sex, but it wasn't because of a pandemic. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Next one is wear a condom because apparently they were trying to determine on if COVID could be spread sexually, like through semen, through vaginal secretions, basically through through more than just vapor droplets. And I cannot remember what the most recent update on that was, but I feel like wear a condom is just a generally great idea to tell people in general. Especially if you're talking, if you're catering this towards hookup culture. Absolutely. Yeah. I personally use a condom anyways. Yes. Friendly reminder that a condom might protect you from COVID and syphilis and gonorrhea and chlamydia, but it will not protect you from HPV and herpes. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Use a glory hole. <laughs> Literally <laughs> said, try doing it with a barrier, like a glory hole. Yeah. Or like the Orthodox do, hole through a sheet. The Orthodox <laughs> Jews do not have sex that way. I want to disclaim they do not have sex through a hole in a sheet. It is an anti-Semitic stereotype. I am Jewish. It was funny. Let's move on. Glory hole. Yes. I think that glory holes are are great, but where's the average person going to find a glory hole? Oasis Aqua Lounge. Just kidding. <laughs> They're closed right now. I mean, we're closed. That's yeah. kind of the thing, right? Typically, glory holes are found in like 
public bathrooms. I mean, you could just drill a hole through your bathroom door. You could. Just really have a great time with that. Mm-hmm. Sex modifications in the home. <laughs> I mean, my dream is to have a sex room in my home. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Just for sex. Like, you mean a dungeon? I do mean a dungeon, okay. yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like people hear the word dungeon and they get so scared, but people don't realize it's literally just a room dedicated for having sex. And so you might have furniture that makes it easier to get into different positions. Exactly. Like spanking benches, which are a lot of fun. Right. Or if you're just a, a more of a vanilla or a cookies and cream, you know, vanilla base with some I mean, extra mixed sex in. sex furniture is, is cool, not just for BDSM. Right. Yeah. Like being able to have something that helps with different pelvic angles or, uh, you know, different positions positions as support. Exactly. It's like when you have your yoga bolster or your yoga blocks to get you into an easier yoga position, but sex. Mm-hmm. All right. Back on topic. They also have guidelines for sex workers. Don't know if it, no one is talking about that, but they have a separate document that is specifically guidelines for sex workers. Which I think is great. So I'm going to read you the opening statement. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. We recognize that many sex workers will continue to meet clients in person during the COVID-19 pandemic. Isn't that nice of them? Thank you, British Columbia. For recognizing, for recognizing that that's just a fact. Yeah. That is the primary income for a lot of people. Exactly. I'll do the, I'll read them now and then after we can discuss. But tips for sex workers that are different than the, the general tips and guidelines. Have your client shower before and you shower after because that'll help. It's kind of like taking off outside clothes if you've been into a big public space. Mm. Avoid in-person sex work if you can. Avoid kissing, aka wear a mask. Avoid saliva exchange, mouth on skin or anus. Putting objects in your mouth, like your own fingers that have touched your client. So like, let's say you've touched your client and then you're being sexy and sucking on your finger. Don't do that. Um, and direct contact with body fluids, which, by the way, are also just like a lot of those are generally safer sex practices. And I know a lot of sex workers do when they can anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think that right now, if you do need to meet your clients in person, which is a thing, people have to continue to make a living. I think it's important to consider some of these for sure. Yeah. There are safer than just kind of doing whatever you want in the time. And sometimes it can be a bit of a mood killer if you're not a professional. But um, a bigger mood killer is not working at all because you contracted COVID. Exactly. Okay. So they also have try instead. Internet sex, phone sex, erotic massage, strip tease, and positions that minimize face-to-face contact like doggy. Use condoms, dental dams, and gloves. Those are all really great suggestions. Yeah. I would say. So here is my, I'm going to really get down to the nitty gritty, the really big important questions today. Okay. Do it. Okay. So would you have mask sex? Uh, yes and no. I think that- Pretend that you are non-partnered and horny as fuck. Would you do it? I I don't know. I'll tell you why. Because like, I'm very much an in the moment kind of person. And uh, I mean, first of all, my horniness just takes over and I like lose the ability to function and think rationally. But you're a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I don't feel sexual urges. No, never. Okay, sorry. Continue. Also, it is just more like sometimes things can throw it off for me. And I feel like perhaps with a new partner, no kissing, no this, wearing a mask. It might just not be the experience that I'm looking for. It's just not worth it. Okay, but did you see that TikTok of this person and he was filming behind him and it was two people at a bar wearing masks making out and that their face was just, they were rolling their eyes and like, what the fuck is this? It was two people making out at a bar wearing masks, make making out through their masks. So they were just smooshing their faces together? I don't know. I don't understand how that's possible. Did they cut holes? No, because then that would that would negate the point. I mean, I'm just very curious. I did not see this TikTok. And I now mean, I really want to. And it wasn't like a kink thing. It was like two drunk people at a bar, I think, being like, well, this is how we're going to safely make out. I mean, that's definitely not safe. That's not how masks work. I think it goes to show how uh, 
how important kissing is to sexual expression. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've all, maybe not we've all seen, a lot of us have seen Pretty Woman. And that movie is, there's a few problematic moments, but there's so many great things about that movie that I love. Mm -hmm. One of the more problematic things is the idea that she doesn't kiss her clients. And a lot of people who don't know anything about sex work assume that, you know, she cried the first time she had sex with a client. There's a lot of things in there that people assume is all sex workers experience. That isn't true, but I think that's part of just people assuming that sex work is all negative and people don't right. choose to do it. Definitely, there's a, a big issue with forced enslaved trafficking. Thank you for the word. But that does not mean that all sex workers are like that. Some right. people genuinely want to do this and enjoy their job and love their job. But I do feel like that the whole point of that was to show that when you're not kissing, you're you're reducing intimacy and just sort of the idea of what is the sex that you're having If you can't do certain things, and yes, it's about safer sex, but will this reduce intimacy? But I guess if you're just a, I don't know, what's the girl version of a fuckboy? I'm going to say fuckboy and use it as a gender neutral term from this point on. (laughs) Cool. Thanks. If anyone can let me know a gender neutral version of fuckboy, that would be great. But I feel like if you are the kind of person who is engaging in hookup culture, you very much are like a one and done kind of person. Are you really getting intimate with this person? And do you feel an actual intimate connection with them while you're doing it? Because if you did, why aren't you calling them the next day? Why wouldn't you call me back? Um, (laughs) I mean, not really. But yeah, are are these restrictions going? to reduce intimacy in the sexual relations that people are having. I think so. I mean, when I think back to past hookups that I've had, to me, kissing starts it off. It yeah. always does. It's yeah. just the way that like my body functions. It's part of foreplay for me. Right. Like imagine if they went right to the boob grope. Anyone who's ever gone straight for the boob grope, I'm like, who the fuck are you and what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. It's like my boobs do not want to feel that right now because that's not what I'm feeling. Right. Like warm me the fuck up. Right. It's not like, oh, man, I want to think of a good metaphor, but all I can think of is car metaphors that are bad and I'm going to ruin them because I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's women are an oven, all that other stuff. But there's something to that. You want to be warmed up and kissing is a really great way to do that. Making out can be hot. I miss the days of being a teenager where you would just like make out for two hours because you were virgins and too shy to have sex. Yeah. And it was so hot and the tension I mean- would build. I actually often think back to like my teenage years. I was a little bit of a late sexual bloomer. I mean, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 19, which for some people is It's only two years after the average, which is 17 in North America, which once again is because some people use it younger and some people lose it later. But okay, continue. Yes. And I didn't grow up in North America as well. So that's part of it. But generally speaking, like I think back to those days of just like two, three hour long makeout sessions. And I'm like, huh. I was so fucking horny and I kind of want to go back to that moment and just live it, but also end up having sex because now I'm, I'm, I'm right. a dick whore. Well, now you tell someone, hello, we cannot have sex, but we can just make out. And they're like, bye. Yep. That is also fair. But now you can't just make out. Now you can't do anything. Article. Right. <laughs> now you can just have sex. You can touch genitals, but you cannot touch faces. Okay. So let's talk safer sex practices. Not just that. Do you think that people are going to get better at using condoms or dental dams. Are dental dams going to become an actual thing that we use instead of a joke we make because of the pandemic? Uh, That's an interesting question. Because I feel like the same people who wouldn't use a condom are probably not going to wear a mask. I think that those people who wouldn't use a condom originally are not going to start because of a pandemic. Because those also are the people who are not wearing masks in public. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I, mean, I think that might be an assumption. That might be an assumption. But in my mind, that is a bit of a thing. If you don't care about other people's safety sexually, 
you're not going to care about other people's safety in the street. I think some people don't use safer sex practices because they had bad sex ed. That's also definitely a possibility. That's true. Right? Like, I'll meet these people who are like, oh, I can't wear a condom because it feels bad. And I'm like, what's your dick size? Maybe you need a custom condom. True. And then the look like, wait, what? There are custom condoms. It could be that <laughs> these standardized bits of rubber were not made for my dick. And that's why I feel like it's choking me. Yes, you well, can get custom you, condoms. You can, but you also have these people who are like, oh, look, the condom can fit the full, my whole forearm. And it's like, that doesn't make it comfortable. Right. Oh, my God. I hate those commercials that are like, look at how big this condom can get. Therefore, it will fit you. It's like, okay, yes, at the thinnest part, it might fit you. But then it rolls. And where the roll is, it's like a thick elastic band versus a thin elastic band. You put a thick elastic band around your wrist, you're going to lose. It's going to turn purple. Yeah. Right. You put a thin elastic band around your waist like that stretched out hair tie. Yeah. As soon as you add friction. There's just a lot going on. I think those commercials are, are doing a disservice to men and women alike. To all people of all genders and all gender expressions. I would agree. Yeah. Anyway, I think it would be nice if people became more familiar with things like dental dams and using gloves. I think that would be great. But I I do think the people who are using those are, how do I put this? Are people who have more knowledge. Knowledge is power. So I guess that's what I'm saying, because if if the BCCDC is releasing this and it's being publicly talked about in so many places, is this going to tangentially educate people about safer sex practices? That's my question. I mean, theoretically, yes, but I honestly don't see... Maybe it's the fact that I'm just very pessimistic about people's ability to grow unless they want to actively. If you don't see anything wrong with your actions, why would you go and learn more? That's fair. I think we tie a lot of moral judgment to safer sex practices and COVID safe practices. The idea that it's about protecting others and protecting the community, therefore it's a moral choice. And for some people, it is a moral choice, right? We care about people around us. And if you don't care about people around you, you're an asshole. And if you care about people, you'll use a condom, you'll wear a mask. But I think for some people, they don't see it that way. It's not about a moral choice for them. It's not something that is ethical or moral. It's just a choice. So I think what I'm hearing from you is in your mind, someone who cares about the people around them, it's a moral choice. A good person uses a condom and wears a mask. I mean, that's definitely my personal view of things, for sure. That being said, I am not necessarily the best person in the world either. We all have different morality and we all have different ways of looking at things. And just because I feel this way doesn't mean it's the right way. Yeah. And I acknowledge that. <laughs> you're, you're like, you're like, worldwide, it might not be the right way, but I think it's the right way, which is fine. Everyone <laughs> has their own moral code and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to bring up the fact that like some people just might not tie these choices to morality and that's, that's okay. Your morality is your prerogative. So I have one last thing here that I really want to get into and I'm very excited about it. Glory holes. <laughs> so first of all, we need to get our Oasis glory hole video up on Pornhub or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Ellen and I, a few weeks ago, when we found out that the CDC was recommending glory holes, we shot a very corny, like intentionally <laughs> corny, campy video advertising the Oasis glory hole, and we're very excited about it. Here's how to use a glory hole. Step one, go into the glory hole. Step two, wait for a peen or any body part, really. But you can use a glory hole for, for anything. Like you can fuck someone through a glory hole. You can do... Theoretically, you could finger bang. Finger bang is my favorite word. You could finger bang through a glory hole. I mean, the one that we have is actually pretty, I think it's big enough for um, cunnilingus as well. Yeah. So like if you press up from behind onto the glory hole, yeah. a face can still fit in there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, depending could. on what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Glory holes are for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest uh, impediment to glory holes is access to glory holes. There should be more glory holes out there, folks. Right. Just start cutting holes in your wall, everybody. Yeah. 
I listen to the Savage Lovecast and he'll start every episode with uh, like a sexy story. And one person was talking about how they made their own at-home glory hole and they got to live out this fantasy, this role play of getting to play with the glory hole. And it became extra sexy because it was like pandemic related. And like they got to <laughs> they got to role play this extra sexy fantasy of like it's COVID and it's a glory hole because they made a glory hole for their home. Nice. But uh, I cannot see this being picked up on the street because if if the glory holes are in places that are closed because of the pandemic, how are you supposed to have safe glory hole sex? Or are you supposed to bring your own screen with you, get out of your car for the hookup, and you pull out the plexiglass glory hole, and you're <laughs> like, okay, babe, I'm ready to hook up. <laughs> you know what? That's that's the solution. Let's just start manufacturing plexiglass glory hole boxes, and we just go to our hookup partners, just set them up. You're in this little glass glory hole box. Foldable. Maybe a foldable glory hole. Exactly. You can put hinges on it, unfold it. Ikea should start selling build your own glory holes for the home. I think that's brilliant. We should should hashtag them. That's how how, uh, social media works. Everyone write into Ikea and tell them that you want them to start manufacturing build your own glory holes. Please do. And And then, then, yeah, hashtag tag us. Yeah. Okay. I think on that note, there's really no way to follow that up. So it's time for a commercial break. We are looking for sponsors. If you are interested in sponsoring Sex News with Ray, please send us a DM on Instagram at Sex News with Ray or email us at sexnewswithray at gmail.com. Okay, Yael, are you ready for today's listener question? Oh, I was born ready. This person did not give me a nickname and I am disappointed in them. They say, Dear Ray, how do you swing safely during the time of COVID? Sincerely, Armic. I mean, we talked about this plexiglass glory holes clearly ikea ikea purchased plexiglass no okay swing specifically like specifically have other partners i think that when it comes to that i think that my personal recommendation would be to follow procedures like the only way to really safely do it is get covid tested quarantine for two weeks meet up and then do the process again that's that's uh it's extreme practice that's definitely best practices but realistically no one's gonna do that oh a hundred percent that is not something that is feasible to happen schedule your swinging yeah but actually that's the only way to be completely safe and even that has its faults that feels very um abstinence only to me in terms of recommendations though i mean i know it's not but i do feel like when it comes to meeting up with new partners or having new partners or doing partner swaps or anything like that you can follow safer sex practices you want to be getting tested in advance and then you want to share with people if you test positively for anything absolutely for both anything sex sti related and covid Please remember to get tested for STIs before your orgies, as well as COVID testing. Let's not forget about those safer sex practices. By the way, I am not shaming anyone who does not follow this practice. I know I don't. But what is the safest way that would be? Yeah, that would be it. I want to give like practical options to people, like different permutations that people can maybe choose from and pick their own adventure of safety. Honestly, for me, I think that the best way to do that or what I would do if I wanted to add another couple into my relationship right now or meet up with new partners, it would have to be like a, I talk to them in advance. I make sure that we know each other's status. I know that um, we have a connection and it's not just going to be meeting up for no reason. Right. That that Those would be my steps, personally. Yeah, start by meeting virtually, maybe at the Oasis Virtual Members Lounge, members.oasisoffalounge.com. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, if, and if not, I mean, you have your own ways of connecting with people, but, like, I've had a couple of virtual dates that I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'd meet up with this person in real right. life. I would take a risk to my personal health to meet 
meet up with this person and we both know what we're doing going into it. Exactly. But I also wouldn't be like, okay, let's go for coffee when I haven't spoken to you yet, which I would do normally. Right. Because. Yeah. And outdoor spaces are going to get limited because the weather is changing. Exactly. But also, yeah, it's just it's just not a thing that I would do. I want to make sure that I'm actually interested in this person first. Right. I also like to be really clear when I'm going to meet up with anyone who I haven't seen in a while, what I've been up to. And I will say to them, listen, I'm going to my gym and I'm meeting outside of the gym with people from my kickboxing gym and we are in each other's faces. And that's at least six people. And I don't think we're bubbling properly. So that's something you need to be aware of. And I tell people that and they're aware. And if you someone, do. Right. And if someone chooses to say, in that case, I don't want to meet up with you, then that's fine. And that's fair. And you need to not think with your your genitals, basically. Yeah. I mean, I actually had a play date planned and uh, my mother was visiting from Israel. She's in town right now. Your mother, um, who's a doctor. My mother, who's a doctor. And we met up and we social distanced and, and all that. But that partner was uncomfortable with me seeing them when they had just seen someone who had gotten off of a plane, which was completely and totally understandable. Like, I made sure to say it for a reason. Right. And not a single part of me was like, oh, how could they? No, no. If someone's uncomfortable with my distancing. With your status? With my yeah. status, yeah. Like, I'm not going to push anyone because everyone should feel 100% comfortable. And I would consider myself a pretty shitty friend if I, yeah, you know, was mad at them for that. Okay, so let's summarize. Be really honest about what your risk is. Go get tested for STIs and COVID before so that you at least have an answer and can be honest with people if something happens, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have your results before the orgy or the meetup, but you can tell them that you have and you'll tell them right away if something happened. Absolutely. Once again, the idea being that you're giving other people the choice as opposed to taking away their choice by lying or not doing everything you can for yourself. I think that's what it's about, choice. Yeah. Try and have a virtual date first to make sure you want to meet up with this person and that it's going to be worth the sex. Mm -hmm. Right? What happens if you meet up and it's not worth it? If you have a group of people that you normally play with and you're all in a group chat together and you decide to meet up a few times and you're all sort of already friends and you're already kind of in each other's bubbles, that's also, I mean, it's it's life. I would consider that okay. But also, I mean, everyone has their own level of comfort. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I think as an aside, the idea of bubbling when you live in a big city is a bit ridiculous because you can't bubble, not when people's kids are in school. And right now where we live, people's kids are in school. Mm -hmm. So that kid, like that, that's 30 kids who are in school with other kids. They're germ factories. They go home to their families. You interact with one person who has a child, which you will, statistically, yeah. you can't really bubble when you live in a big city, not without lockdowns. And lockdowns aren't going to happen because they will make people starve. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. Although, I mean, personally, I wouldn't mind going back to phase two, but... Yeah, so that being said, uh, certain people, like, for example, the last guest we had on Carly, she is getting food delivered to her door. She is not seeing anyone in an indoor space. And when she's outdoors, she is six feet apart from them, right? Like, she is doing what she needs to do because she has people that she wants to protect, including herself. Absolutely. And that's fair and reasonable. And I respect that. I've, like I just said, I've been going to my gym. I don't know what those people have been doing. So we're all sort of making choices that we can for ourselves. And I think that going into swinging, you need to come at it with that same thing where you're being honest about what you're doing in the rest of your life so that people can make a choice about their health, not just their sexual health, but whether or not they're going to be stuck with a cold or a flu with or, COVID. or COVID. Yeah. You know, I think that we just need to be aware that other people just have different feelings towards getting sick in general. And that's something we need to be aware of. Absolutely. All right. That's it for today. Yael, where can we find you? 
You can find me at Yael It Loud on Instagram. Y-A-E-L-I-T-L-O-U-D. And yes, it's called that because I am loud. Also, your name is Yael. Yes. All right. You can follow the podcast at Sex News with Ray on Facebook and Instagram and submit a listener question through sharewithray.com slash podcast or email sexnewswithray at gmail.com. Follow me at WifeBayRay on Instagram and TikTok and Razor Latex on Instagram, OnlyFans, and Patreon. This podcast is engineered and produced by Dave Meisner and is hosted at sexnewswithray.podbean.com. The theme music is by Blank and Brilliant. Special thank you to Blue Microphones and photography for our logo is by Dolly Shots Photography. 